Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Do you know what? We are celebrating today. I cannot believe it. About two hours, about half past eight yesterday morning. Okay. Um, so every morning at half past six is when uh, the episode for the day is released, the first episode. So about half past eight, which is two hours later, yesterday morning, we celebrated 500,000 downloads, which in other words is half a million downloads. How awesome is that? I cannot thank you. Thank you. Thank you enough. Um, I seriously... Oh my God, I seriously can't thank you enough for helping me get there um, and for enjoying the stories and everything else um, because I am just stoked, made up, totally made up. Um, I can't even believe it that it, half a million in less than two years, that is whoa. <laughs> So how many stories um, have we told in that time? Quite a lot, I believe. <laughs> anyway, um, hello. There you go. Good morning. That's what I uh, wanted to say. Um, I was just so excited. I wanted to tell you and, and say thank you to you all as well. Um, so today um, I have two happy birthdays to say um so i have my big brother is um uh how old is he today he is 38 today <laughs> so um it's also uh, two of my, my listeners, um, Edie and Art, it is their mummy Helen's birthday today as well. And ooh, how old are you, mummy Helen? Well, a couple of years older than my brother, but not many. Um, it is a big birthday for you today, isn't it? So... Ooh, happy birthday to you too. So happy birthday to Helen and happy birthday to Jonathan, um, who is my brother. So, oh my goodness me, let us see what else we have to say. Well, yesterday I set a riddle. A um, couple of people got it right. Sarah, you were the first one. Brilliant name, by the way. <laughs> um, you were the first one to message and tell me. But you also added something which, um, yes, I agree with. Um, so, first of all, the riddle was, which three letters can be arranged to describe a dirty substance, a dirty animal... And an activity that can lead to dirty hands. So it's a three-letter word um, and it can be arranged to make three different words. 
So the letters were A, R and T. So tar was the dirty substance, rat was the dirty animal and art was the um, the activity that could lead to dirty hands. But as Sarah said, you can, uh, and she is quite right, rats actually aren't that dirty. Um, so they are quite clean animals, just like pigs are, even though people think of them as dirty. Um, they are actually quite clean. Um, when I was younger, we used to have pet rats. I mean, obviously, they're not the ones that run around outside, but these um, were probably a lot cleaner than mice, a lot cleaner than um, hamsters. Um, they, you know, they really were. So, yes, you were right. Um, and I apologise for telling um, the world that <laughs> rats are dirty because they're not that dirty. Everybody thinks of them as yucky, though, don't they? So, today's riddle. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What's harder to catch the faster you run? It's mm. a bit of a, um, a quandary, that one, isn't it? What's harder to catch the faster you run? Normally, things are easier to catch the faster you run hmm. well get your thinking caps on and tell me the answer so the fun fact for today is actually um about new zealand so maybe some of my new zealand listeners um have visited this place um so they would be able to tell me if it's well, i'm assuming it's true because it's in the guinness book of records so i'm assuming it's true now san francisco is known as the city of slopes because all their streets or a lot of their streets are slopey um and hilly but Try living on Baldwin Street in New Zealand. The residential street, so that means that all the houses, they've got uh, people live on that street. Um, one, the Guinness Book of Records, or one, the entry into the Guinness Book of Records, with its 38 degree slope. Oh, poop to that. Um, the, the steep incline makes it look like all the houses are sunken into the ground. Oh, do you know what? I can't even begin to think how awful it would be to have to walk up and down. Down wouldn't be too bad, but up that street every day. Can you imagine thinking the shops at the bottom of the hill or the bottom of the street? Can you imagine dragging your shopping all the way up and then thinking, oh, no, I forgot milk. And then you have to go back. Um, I would go without milk <laughs> if I had to go back. Oh, dear me. When I was a, um, a child, um, my 
um, auntie lived at um, in Plymouth, which is in England, and she lived right at the top of a hill. And the shop and the schools and everything else were all down at the very bottom of the hill. So going down, and it was not only just a hill, it sort of went round the corner as well. So it was like a, a windy hill. And going down it wasn't too bad. We used to go down on skateboards and scooters and all sorts when we were kids. But coming back up the hill, oh God, it took ages and forever. We were shattered just walking up the hill. <laughs> so, um, and I don't think it was quite that steep either. So, um, as well as being the 5th of January, as well as being a Thursday, um, it is also National Bird Day today. Um, it's also National Whipped Cream Day, which actually sounds much more interesting and exciting. But um, National Bird Day is important um, because obviously you've got to think about your birds um and it's more important in this it well i'm talking about england um is more important now in the winter to feed the birds than it is in the summer because they can actually find their own food in the summer but in the winter they kind of get a bit the you know the ground's frozen and they can't dig for worms and um there's not so many berries on the trees and um so yeah in the winter is the most important time to feed those birds and help them so um yeah there you go national bird day today anyway i thought we would read chapter three of me, Millie, Lemons and Airplanes. What do you think? Does that sound good? Cool. So, it's Grum um, is called Chapter 3. So, um, if you remember, <clears throat> excuse me, um, is it called Marius? Um, the boy, the little boy was called and he was delivering lemons to Mrs. Grum. So here goes. Grum. I pressed the doorbell and as usual, I heard the melody of the stupid television commercial for her sodas. The door opened and the big thick shape of Mrs. Grum towered in front of me. You are three minutes late, she grinned. I didn't reply. I just handed the grumpy woman the lemon basket. She snatched it, took out the lemons and picked some bills out of a hideous yellow plaid purse. Disgusting little boys who show up late only get half of the money, snorted the huge, ugly, frightening woman. Still without a word, I stretched out my hand to receive the money. And as she had said, it was only half of the usual amount. I had turned round 
and walked down two of the big steps when I once again heard the shrill voice of Mrs Grum. Tomorrow I'll be needing twice as many lemons, she said. Then I'll be needing twice as much money, I replied without thinking and regretted it in the same second. A huge, sweaty, sticky fist squeezed round my neck and before I knew it I was hanging in the air, dangling my legs while gasping for air and I stared straight into the pale, slightly bearded not to mention furious woman's face. Naughty, disgusting boys who don't know how to watch their mouths don't deserve twice as much money, but twice as much of a beating. And if you're not here in time with my lemons tomorrow, I'll make sure you get exact what you deserve she growled before she finally let go of my neck and I fell down onto the ground the window glasses rattled as she slammed the door oh, it was a terrifying experience but not totally unexpected I had seen how Mrs Grum could behave before like just last week, when I was in the store to buy some groceries, I noticed Mrs Grum standing by the sunglasses rack. She was trying on sunglasses, but apparently didn't seem to find a pair. She felt she looked good in. Which wasn't so weird, because I don't think there's anything in the whole world that would make that horrific hairy face of hers look even close to good. So she called out for the store manager. When the tiny store manager in a yellow shirt and a tie with thick glasses and a few curly hairs around his otherwise bald head arrived, she asked him if they had any bigger ones. He replied that the sunglasses on the rack were all they had. These are all miniature sunglasses, she said. What kind of useless store manager doesn't even sell normal-sized sunglasses? Um, they're all normal-sized, the store manager replied. Maybe it's just your head that's a bit too big. <gasps> when I heard him say that, I immediately got a feeling the store manager had said something he really shouldn't have. And as I watched Mrs Grum pick up a bicycle pump hanging from another rack and shove it into the man's mouth, I became sure. I'll show you whose head is too big, she snarled, and started pumping air into the poor man's mouth. <gasps> when she had pumped for a while and realised that his head probably wasn't going to get any bigger, no matter how hard she pumped, she let go of the pump and the tiny man. He fell to the ground with the pump sticking out of his mouth. As the big angry woman walked out, it was completely silent in the store, except for the whistling sound of the air 
leaving the store manager's head. When the store manager had gotten up and put the pump back on the rack, I paid for my groceries and left the store. When I came out, Mrs Grum hadn't gotten far when some little girl that I guess was about five years old came bicycling down the street. She must not have seen that it was Mrs Grum who was walking in front of her because she made the mistake of ringing her bicycle bell. Mrs Grum immediately turned round and grabbed a hold of the bike's handlebar. Then she lowered her head so that her face was just a couple of inches in front of the girl's face. Would you like me to move out of your way, little girl? Mrs Grum asked. Yes, please, the girl replied. Well, since you feel that I have to move, then this must be your street. Is this perhaps your street, little girl? Mrs Crumb continued. I don't think so, the little girl replied with a weak voice. You don't think so, Mrs Crumb asked. Have you ever heard your mother tell you this is your street? No, the little girl replied with an even weaker voice. Have you ever paid any money for this street? Mrs Grum asked. No, the little girl said with her lips, but I wasn't able to hear any sound. Then it's not your street, Mrs Grum shouted right in the little girl's face so loudly that the girl's pigtails were waving backward as if she were riding a high-speed roller coaster. Then Mrs Grum changed her grip on the bike to holding the handlebar and the carrier rack and lifted the bike off the ground with the girl still on it. Then she gave the girl a real roller coaster ride by spinning round a couple of rounds to pick up some speed before she sent the bike down the street at a speed even a bit faster than the cars that were driving there. The little girl on the bike rolled all the way down. <clears throat> excuse me, to the end of the street before she continued down a hill with her pigtail still waving behind her. The bike humped further along on the bumpy field below the hill before it crashed into a big rock. The bike stopped, but the girl flew over it and landed on the other side. Luckily, she got up again after a few seconds and appeared to be all right. But I don't think she will ever use her bicycle bell again. Mrs Grum does stuff like this all the time and everybody is too scared of her to do anything about it. And I don't blame them. She truly is a dangerous creature that you absolutely should stay away from.
Sounds like he's talking about a dog, a dangerous dog or a wild bear or something. Um, so that was chapter three. She sounds like the most horrendous woman. Do anybody, anyone out there, do you know anyone like that? I really, really hope not. I don't know anyone like that. <laughs> so, um, today I'm going to work. Um, I have an exam next week, so I'm also going to be doing a little bit of studying. What about you? What are you doing? Um, are you back at school yet? I know children from Australia and New Zealand aren't back until next month but um what about the people children in england have you all gone back yet um <clears throat> and anywhere else what about in america or uh germany or france anywhere like that do you have really long holidays at christmas or only short ones like we do let me know wherever you're from let me know <laughs> anyway um i'm gonna go and sort myself out for work and my children out for school um and then i will come back and well i'll be back later on this afternoon with the midnight gang but i will also be back um tomorrow so, I look forward to seeing you all then, but make sure that you take care and stay safe, whatever you're doing, um, so that you can join me again safely tomorrow. I'll see you all then. Bye for now.